Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's get back to BetQL's You Better You Bet Countdown to Kickoff with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley. Presented by BetMGM. All right, we will get to all the line movement for Week 13 NFL Sunday. The vast majority of the show will be about Week 13 NFL Sunday. But look, we got the college football playoff rankings coming up like a, probably about an hour from now, maybe a little more than an hour from right now. And Ken, these betting markets are on the move right now. So just to update yep. them because they have moved even from when I gave them out during the last segment. So Alabama right now is now, the yes price is now minus. So Bama is now favored to make the playoff. Bama, yes, about minus 120. No for Alabama, the SEC champion, plus 100. Florida State was as high as minus 400 at a domestic. Now down to minus 160, yes, so still a favorite to make it. But that is dropped. Florida State dropped. Florida State minus 160. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, about that's what we call Florida State. We call them the Beastie Boys. That's what we call them. Yeah, because you know what they do. Because the odds drop, Drop. Uh, and and Texas is now uh, a much bigger favorite. Not a much bigger favorite, but a bigger favorite. Texas minus seven hundred now to make the playoff. No, now plus four seventy. So we'll we'll get to the moved in a moment here. But Ken, like some pretty significant movement here, which speaks to pessimism in the betting market that thirteen and zero Florida State makes it, and I guess this means that the betting market now thinks that. Alabama and Texas will both get in and join Michigan and Washington in the fourteen playoff. So yeah, all, all I would add here, and I, again, like if you uh, if you bet Florida State and they end up missing and you win a lot of money, like great, like you were you were confident, you made the bet. Uh, good luck, honestly, like because I, I think a lot of people have really dumped on Florida State to miss here. I hope you're right, like because just because I know what it like what it's like to lose a really large sum of money on something like this that you feel like is a certainty. Uh, I have bet into none of these. What I am really curious about, I would compare this. Uh, and we can bring the NFL back in here. I would compare this to an NFL draft market to a certain extent. So on the for people who don't follow these, on the day of the NFL draft, especially as you get close to the start of the first round, it becomes possible that the outcome is known. And what I mean by that is like if you're betting on the first overall pick or the second overall pick or the third overall pick, it becomes possible the closer you get to the start time that the outcome of that bet is known, that we know that the team has decided who the pick will be. 
and that has even been communicated to somebody, even if it's just within the organization. And so you will see sometimes very close to the start of the draft, the markets for those picks start to really fluctuate in some pretty crazy ways. A uh, great example would be CJ Stroud to go number two overall to the Texans uh, last year, where it was like even money. And then 10 minutes later, it was minus 10,000. And you're just like, oh, well, I guess that got out there that they're going to take them. So even before they take them, like we know they're going to take them. And because people got into the betting market and bet that information. Now, what we don't know, because this is like the first time we've had something like this, where we don't really know who the teams are that are going to make it. Is this information or opinion? We're still like an hour away from the reveal. Having worked at ESPN, like they don't get the teams until like right before, and then they have to make the graphics really fast. So like, they, like there, it's not like there's a bunch of people in Bristol right now who know that is definitely not what's happening. Um, but it'll come out of the committee at some point. Is it now? Is it noon? Is it twelve fifteen? Like when does that happen? So the the move on Florida State, like, and then people will chase that Steve because they'll be like, well, people know, so I have to go bet. Like that's what's happening right now. I can't tell you that that's what's we haven't had one of these before in the draft. I can kind of speak more confidently about whether like how close we are and whether it's likely something's happening. I don't know what this is. So like again, I I feel like I'm the one that's like I don't know if I would bet into this stuff. I don't know if I would bet into this stuff. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Can I give you a little, can I give you a little more context here? Because I have this open right now, Ken. And just like to your point, like, is this information or is this opinion? Florida State just went back up to like minus 215. Um, Now, that doesn't mean that this is just opinion, but you would think that like if this were information, like no would keep getting bet on Florida State, right? Just just bumps back up a little bit in in the yes market. So it feels, and and, like I'm not claiming to have the answer. It feels to me like this is still like a little bit more opinion than it is like people know what's happening. Right. And to be fair, like the the places that we're talking about where you can bet this stuff won't allow you to re-bet it. So like it makes it a little tougher to bet aggressively over it because you're like, well, if I know the information, I'm just going to go bet a million dollars. Like, well, that's not really how this works. You can bet five thousand dollars and then you have to go to like a different account to bet another amount of money and they won't let you bet anymore. That's how this stuff works um, at the places that are open right now. So like may take a little while for that to get in. Like I don't again, I, I am uh, I am open minded on this. I would not look at what's happening in the market on Florida State and say it's predictive. I think it's interesting. And I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting that people are confident enough to go bet this. I don't. There's no historical precedent. Like I think Florida State's going to make it, or I think they're going to miss. Great, tell me why. And it's immediately like, well, I think strength. The great. Like we don't know what the committee's done when faced with a tough decision. It's a, like betting a game, though. It could just be like you bet your opinion and have some fun with it, and but hopefully we've seen it's not football like something that's way out of control. We've seen millions of football games before with point spreads. That's like, I actually totally disagree with that analysis. Like we, there has never been a this. There's never been a that. We're going to do NFL games. Yeah, they're very random. Also, there's been 50,000 of them historically to go off of in order to kind of figure out like, well, who's going to win and maybe by how much and what matters and what doesn't matter. What criteria are you going to use to make a decision? What criteria are they going to use to make a decision? Anybody know for sure? Well, they said, great. They say a different thing every single week. Want to try again? Like I... Again, like I, I, I think it's interesting that people are that confident. I really do. Like if I had the answers to the test, I'd be betting. If I didn't have the answers to the test, there's no way I'd be betting into this. It's uh, it is very interesting. These lines continue to be on the move right now, and like I don't, I'm not gonna keep like updating them, but like everything keeps keeps kind of fluctuating back and forth. I also think it's funny that all the NFL pregame shows keep tweeting out stories about. It's like here, here's the latest on Aaron Rodgers, right? Guys, like, <laughs> like I mean. 
<laughs> like literally like the college football playoff rankings are coming out in an hour. It's like, let's just like shout into the void about whether Aaron Rodgers will play week 18 for the Jets against the Patriots or not. Like no one cares. Actually, no one cares right now. But maybe it's a good time to tweet that stuff out. All right. Uh, we will hit as many games as we can here in the rest of the segment, and we will hit all of it over the course of the show. Nick and Ken, week 13 NFL Sunday, you better you bets countdown to kickoff presented by BetMGM. Let's get to it right now. Line movement for today. Kenny with it moved. I think it moved. I think it moved. I think it moved. It moved. Ah, it's different when the college football playoff teams are about to be released. Uh, let's start, Ken. Game of the day in the NFL. Niners and the Eagles in Philadelphia, where uh, I'm seeing some movement on the board here in favor of the home underdog Eagles. What do we have here? San Fran and Philly, NFC Championship game rematch, and maybe an NFC Championship game preview once again. Sure, sure. Uh, much like the games the last two days, this should be a lot of fun. Uh, you know, Pac-12 Friday night, college football yesterday, and, and Niners-Eagles today. That was a great half hour, by the way. I used to do playoff rankings every week. That was really fun. <laughs> it was really fun to talk about. Um, you're right. There has been a, a small amount of movement in this game toward the Eagles. I think really the market for this game has always been shaped around the key number of three. Uh, the Niners have been favored by about three most of the week. And I say about three just because the price that you're paying on each side has fluctuated, but the number really has not. So, you know, if you want to lay through with San Francisco earlier in the week, it might have been minus 110 or minus, uh, you know, 105 or even money or plus money. You want to bet the Eagles plus three, the price you would have paid on that probably has differed a lot of times throughout the week. But we've always kind of been on three, and that's still the case. It's worth noting that earlier this morning, the under was bet in this game, not very aggressively, um, not like some seismic, like six-point weather move that we have to talk about. But this was 47 a lot of the week. It's now 46 and a half in most places. That occurred like a couple hours ago. Just interesting based on, again, like the Eagles played a really high-profile opponent last week in a nationally televised game. They played the Bills. Uh, the market was very interested in, in move toward the over. Betters were interested in the over, uh, and that was rewarded because the game flew over the total in terms of how it played out. That's kind of how I would picture this game's going to. It's just interesting that it's kind of moved the opposite direction from what I expected. So the Niners are still basically a three-point road favorite against a team that never loses, except to Zach Wilson, and uh, and the total uh, down a little bit, 46 and a half now in most places. Also lost to Derek Carr last year. They oh, did not do Derek that. Carr. No, it wasn't Carr. Who was, uh, was playing quarterback for the Saints last year? With Taysom Hill? They lost. Was he playing was quarterback? Taysom, was it Taysom? Or oh, Dalton, right? It was Andy Dalton was the Saints Oh, no, it was game. Dalton. It I think was it was Dalton, Dalton, right? To be fair, that wasn't Jalen Hurts didn't play in that game either. That was a Minshew. It, fair, fair, but they did lose with yeah. Gardner Minshew right. starting in that game for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yep. All right, that's the Eagles and the Niners. Uh, yeah, looks like we may come off three here at some point soon here with San Francisco and Philadelphia. Let's hit as many more games as we can here, Ken. What about Sunday night football as the Chiefs visit Lambeau Field, which actually might be the frozen tundra tonight. Snow on yeah. the ground right now in, uh, in, in, uh, in, in Green Bay, Wisconsin. What about the Chiefs and the Packers on Sunday night football? Yeah, and really interesting, right? You... You, you, uh, if you took a like a had a preliminary market for this game two weeks ago, three weeks ago, a month ago, as the Packers were in the middle of a brutal stretch of football, I mean, I don't think you would find anybody that would want the Packers at like less than a touchdown in this game. But week to week league, month to month league, now the Packers all of a sudden are showing you a little something. Obviously, off the uh, the outright 
kind of like demolition of Detroit on Thanksgiving, honestly, where they played really well in the game and Detroit did not play very well. Um, and that followed up a couple other weeks where the Packers had played well, almost beat Pittsburgh on the road, blew out the Rams with a backup quarterback. So Packers have shown you a little something here. And as a result, like they're, they're getting bet in this game. Also worth noting, like for the Chiefs, not an optimal situation. You play Monday night against the Eagles. You travel back-to-back weeks, Vegas, Green Bay. It's not great. Um, and I think you're seeing that getting better to the market too. This was six and a half, seven at open. So the Chiefs were about a touchdown favorite on the road, a little less. And we have come down to six. It is worth noting, and we always talk about the term resistance. So when like a market's moving and a team's getting bet and the market's moving and the market's moving, at what point does it stop and come back the other direction? We've actually already found that this week for the most part, where this got to five and a half in a bunch of places. Um, so the, the Packers were bet down all the way to the Chiefs being just a five and a half point favorite. Those five and a halfs all got bet pretty fast when they appeared and we went back to six again. So I think what that tells you is there is interest in Kansas City in this game. It's just when the number is under six. So where do we sit right now? Chiefs by six. Uh, and the total in the game, despite the weather, which you mentioned, uh, could be a snowy game, could be a really fun game to watch, honestly. Total still holding at about 43. All right, that is Sunday Night Football with the Chiefs and the Packers. Let's ping pong back into the early slate. What about, what about, uh, this is one of the, one of the stupidest games of the season. Try not to laugh, uh, I'm serious, try not to laugh, yeah. What's happening with the, uh, the Chargers and the Patriots in Foxborough with Bailey Zappi set to start today for New England? Justin Herbert obviously goes for the Bolts. Yeah, I mean, just like a Hall of Fame stupid game. I mean, really. And we're not even into like week 17, week 18 yet when you get like some real some real first ballot contenders for that that category. Just, uh, okay, uh, both these teams are awful. Who's less awful is essentially what the market's trying to figure out. Similar to when the Giants played the Patriots last week. Market was big on New England, uh, about to four and a half against the Giants in that game. The Giants obviously win the game. Okay, we have another game like that. Uh, Chargers open six on the road. I'll say that again. Chargers opened a six-point road favorite because the team they're playing is absolutely dreadful. They're starting a quarterback that no one wants, who's probably not very good. And despite that, interest in the game on the Patriots. Uh, maybe just like, hey, if you have this is one of my theories late in the NFL season. You got a bad team laying points against another bad team that's more than a field goal. You take the points in those situations, you're probably doing pretty good because both teams are absolutely terrible. How could one be a big favorite? over another. This will be a good test of that theory. Uh, Patriots have taken a lot of money. They've taken money this morning. So the Chargers were six, then they were five. The consensus number on this game right now is the Chargers a four and a half point road favorite and the total is 39. Okay, that's the Patriots and the Chargers. We got a, a lot of games like moving a little bit right now. So we'll hit maybe like at least one more of this segment. We'll bring you the actives and inactives next segment. We'll hit a couple more of these as well. We'll try to get as much in as we can. We'll hit every game over the course of the show. Ken, why don't we go to the Joe Flacco Bowl in Los Angeles coming up next year. Flacco starts for the Cleveland Browns on the road at Matthew Stafford and the Rams. Amari Cooper's going to play for Cleveland. Looks like Miles Garrett's going to play for Cleveland as well. What do you have for us here with the Rams and the Browns? This point spread crested, hashtag crested, four and a half oh. a little uh, earlier. It was yesterday we had a four and a half for the Rams. Yeah. A little cresting going on. Love that. Uh, yeah, this has been, for all the things that you just mentioned, and these are significant injuries, quarterback switches, Flacco playing, is Amari Cooper going to play? Is Miles Garrett going to play? Despite all of that kind of uh, rumor and uh, important information, honestly, to get answers to in the end, market on this game has been so stable, honestly, the last like 24, 36 hours, where the Rams are a three and a half point home favorite. And we always say home in quotes with the Rams because they don't draw very well. Their opponent draws better. Frequently have to use a silent count in the game when they're they're on offense. Um, but yes, like game is in Los Angeles. They're still holding as a three and a half point home favorite. Just interesting as the Browns kind of get like better and better news. And we don't know. It's worth noting, like Miles Garrett's going to play in this game. 
obviously said after last week's game against Denver, heard a pop in his shoulder. Team says like no structural damage. Then that's kind of like weirdly walked back through some reporters. I don't think we really know what we're going to get from Miles Garrett in this game. And he's the most impactful defensive player in the league. So he is going to play, but I wouldn't kind of begrudge people for being skeptical how many snaps how effective i mean basically it was like a zero in the second half of the game against denver last week so kind of like interesting you have a guy playing but like who knows what percent he is and he's important uh rams holding three and a half i think that's the number it's going to go off at uh if people want to make a bet um do you want to do you want to do like a foul give us 30 seconds on what's happening with the falcons and the jets and we'll sure. hold some of the more interesting games for next segments yeah i mean I, and falcons jets a perfectly interesting game just because uh you know, Tim Boyle starting it. It's pretty interesting from a betting standpoint. Uh, but this market, again, really stable. Uh, Falcons are either a two or a two and a half point road favorite wherever you go, mostly twos. That's been the case the majority of the week. They never really got out to three when they did the Jets got bet immediately, probably because the total in the game is as low as you can possibly have almost in a game like this. 33, the number in the market right now. Uh, it's worth noting here in New England, uh, a very rainy day. That's part of the expectation for the game may include why the total's getting bet down. So Falcons a road favorite against Tim Boyle, but it's less than three and the total is 33. Oh, it's pouring, right? The, the power got knocked out of my house earlier this morning. I can speak to that. Uh, next segment, we'll get to the Lions and the Saints, the Dolphins and the Commanders, the Cardinals and the Steelers, the Bucks and the Panthers. But we will begin the segment. Actives and inactives are out. The fantasy and betting impact next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 